Hey, everybody. Thank you for downloading episode 146 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. I hope that you are enjoying your holiday season so far. We're in the full swing of it now. And I want you to think ahead to January. If you're going to be in Northern California, you're not going to want to miss our San Francisco show on Sunday, January 14th. You can get tickets at sfsketchfest.com. We're going to have Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher joining us. And we're going to be doing a double bill with our friends at Craigslist, Craig and Carla Kakowski and their special guest, Busy Phillips. It's going to be awesome day, awesome shows, back to back. You get them for the price of one, sfsketchfest.com, Sunday, January 14th. But now, without any further ado, please enjoy episode 146 of We Got This with Mark and Al. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Clean sleigh! Ho, ho, ho! That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right! We got this! Oh, Merry Christmas, listeners. Merry Christmas. Do you know that you do the same thing at the beginning of every episode? What? You go, oh. No, do you I? Do. Like you're starting a musical, like, oh. Oh, say can. Or a musical or a ball game. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well. We all just have to stand up right now. Everyone stand up where you are. No, you're probably driving. Don't do that. <laughs> put, your, um, put your Santa hats over your hearts. <laughs> we have back with us today one of our favorite guests ever <laughs> a woman we love dearly we thought we're gonna do a clean sleigh uh, clean sleigh episode really? for christmas i can't believe you don't like this <laughs> see Patrick, i what? secretly do normally when we have a bunch of topics that wouldn't fit a whole episode we oh. call it a clean slate we're cleaning the slate i see i thought since it's the holidays we'll call it a clean sleigh because Santa rides a sleigh. See, did you hear all that laughter? Now that I've described Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Paget Brewster. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, thank you for having me back. <laughs> Very happy to be here. Oh, okay. all right. Thank goodness. Um, so, clean sleigh. The, are you familiar with how this works, how we're going to do this? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. We are just going to go straight through all of these. I, I remember the last time we did the show, it was uh, best costume ever was what you came here for last time. This time, it's not one in-depth topic. We have, boy, it looks like we have about, we have over 20 yes. topics to great. get through. And Woo! they're all, most of them are binary, so it's going to be great. Um, you want to just jump in? Let's just jump in. All right. All right. Carrie Keenan asks, when is it acceptable to listen to Christmas music or put up the tree? Those are two different things. Uh, so, so when is it okay to start listening to Christmas music? I have my personal answer. But I want to hear What's your yours. personal well, You're answer. the guest. Oh. I want to hear what you think. Okay. As you've witnessed here in my home, uh, two small faux Christmas trees <laughs> went up the day after Thanksgiving. That's uh But Christmas music, never. Never I don't Christmas like music. it. You hear it everywhere anyway. I don't play it in the house. When okay, what's the first point in the year when you will tolerate Christmas music? Is there a in point? Christmas Day. That's it. <laughs> Maybe Christmas Eve. I just I don't like it. Yeah. I don't care for it. And I don't mean to be curmudgeonly or not care about the holiday, but I guess to me Christmas music represents the commercialization of Christmas because it starts before Thanksgiving ads, mm -hmm. department stores, right. and that bothers me because I think I, I think Thanksgiving is required. It's due. It's respectful. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, sure I will we'll get to the Thanksgiving. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm one Talk who listens to yeah. I'm one who listens to uh, Christmas, Christmas music starting the Day of the Dead. I'm November first. Why? Am, uh, because, you love it because I like singing along and I know yeah. all the words to every song. Oh it's rare God. these days that I listen to the radio and I can sing along. That Despacito comes on, forget it. I don't know oh, the words yeah. to that. <laughs> no, 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 no. But if Deck the Halls comes on. I can sing "Fa La La" in the car and be happy. Hold on, what is Despacito? Is that a it's popular a Justin song? Bieber it's a very song, popular. But he, even um, he can't sing because it's in Spanish. It. It's he didn't in Spanish, write it. Yeah. 
He's, I think he learned it phonetically. He's just reading. You know what? Honestly, all I saw was a YouTube clip of a bird singing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know that song. And that it's a really good play, song. That can play year round. <laughs> yeah. I would listen to that over Christmas music. <laughs> all the time. Hey, we should make a commercial for Lexus where the family comes out and the, the snow's falling and they see their new SUV. Yeah. And then the bird is singing Despacito. Does the yeah. bird also have a giant bow on top of it like the Lexus does? Yeah. You know what? I'm in. Yep. Let's do it. <laughs> I, I'm um, like you. I'm also uh, Day of the Dead, November 1st. Because once we're clear mm-hmm. of Halloween and I'm purebred Jewish, <gasps> I just love Christmas music. And that's when I'm like, all right, everybody, it's going to start. Oh, my god! The Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack is oh. coming on. Now, I look, I, I, I understand that you don't want it until Christmas I'm Day. I'm so excited that you Great. guys are excited. Great. I'm happy that you love it. <laughs> we have to. We have to have a definitive don't. answer, though. We right. have to have an answer for our listeners. And th- I feel like there are a lot of people who think the way you do. Uh, you and I are one. anomalies. November first, that- November first versus d- d- Christmas <laughs> <Never>. Eve. <laughs> you guys have outvoted me, so the answer is November first. But I think it would help if we came to a, a bit of a compromise. I'm not going to compromise. You're not going to compromise. The day, the day after Christmas or the day after Thanksgiving, it is acceptable to put up the Christmas tree. Yeah, that correct. Is, that's right. That's correct. It's acceptable for everyone else the day after Thanksgiving to start playing Christmas music. I won't, but everyone else can. That I, that I would agree with. That is I guess the, I did compromise. Yeah. Yes. Weird. Okay. Uh, see? See, okay, this, is, right. Right. this is lovely. And we did it together. We did do it. <laughs> Asked and answered. There you go. Thank you, Carrie. All of these uh, suggestions, by the way, came from the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com Very forward exciting. slash groups forward slash we got this podcast. It is super exciting. Uh, hey, I have a question. I was I was uh, tweeting that we were going to be here without huh. mentioning you, saying I wonder if a squirrel will show up. Oh, I know. In the yard, has that squirrel <laughs> been back? Yeah, I sent you a video. Didn't you I send you? I texted you a video about a month ago. Yeah, one of those antlers is about to fall off completely. Wow! It's now just a, it's like a piece of dental floss. It's holding. <laughs> is it dangling, or is the dental no, floss strong no, enough that the antler is still that the out? Antler, I'll show you when oh, we, we finish. Check it yeah. Out. It, it, yeah, it, it, yeah. That's he's doing his job, though. You know, I can't blame him. He's almost done he's with almost, his work. Yeah. yeah, I'm just glad we know what it is now, and we don't have to Scooby Doo around the oh, house anymore. God, that yeah. was funny. You guys were out. so funny. <laughs> oh. Mark, what do we have next? Uh, next up from Mike Lewis. Uh, do you open presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? I think you answer first this time. Yeah. Um, I do what I, I think a lot of my friends did growing up, uh, and has sort of somehow stayed in place, which is if the family is all together and you've got like presents to, to give out, you can open one on Christmas Eve. And it's usually one that is like, that is the person who has gotten the gift for you has chosen like, this is your Christmas Eve. You can open this one. It's not going to be the big Xbox. Uh, and then Christmas morning, you're like, well, I got that Xbox last night. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's one is acceptable Christmas Eve. What do you think? That 100% on board with you. That's yeah. exactly that how my well? family does it. That's yeah. exactly what I believe today. Well, I guess that makes sense. I was going to say, make, as long as you're not opening all of them, one gift makes sense. But if you're opening all of them, then what, what are you going to do Christmas Day? Yeah. Nothing. Now, do you, did you ever celebrate Christmas? No. Have you? No. I, oh, I forced my parents. I didn't force them. They were very gracious. We had the Hanukkah bush, uh, like a little a little shrub that we put inside the house that we put lights on because I love Christmas trees. Now that I'm married to a Presbyterian, we get a, we a have a Christmas, Christmas tree. tree. Yeah, right. Mark saw it last yeah, night. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, so we it was always Hanukkah, right? So, but I I love the idea of you get the one gift. But I mm-hmm. really in my mind is the romantic. Uh, that Christmas story idea of like you come downstairs and all the toys are under the tree and mm-hmm. after breakfast you mm-hmm. tear them open and you play with all of them and you try to <laughs> hide after the sweater. After breakfast. <laughs> During breakfast. Um, hey, what's up? For our younger listeners, you may want to skip over the next few minutes and we'll tell you when you can come back in. Paget, tell us a little bit about what Christmas is like or what it was like for you growing up and what it's like now. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I, I, I was raised without specific, uh, religious involvement. My mm-hmm. mom and dad were not hippies. They weren't, uh, pagans, but they were, you know, hey, we want you to believe in right and wrong and God can be whatever you feel God is, but, you know, mankind mm-hmm. should be 
honorable and tolerant and loving. Okay. Um, and we grew up it. on a boarding school campus, so we had to go to Presbyterian services because my parents were teachers. But it was our parents were clear about you know you don't you 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 figure it out for yourself. Um, so there was no religion, mm-hmm. which is why I'm not even looking at the rest of this list because I'm afraid there are things coming up that I don't even know what they are. But yeah. I'm looking forward to being told what they are. Yeah, what is God is on this list. Oh, just uh, so yeah, you know. yeah. Um, uh, quick shot. That's a quick shot. So Christmas, but but Christmas was um, uh, all of our holidays are when I was growing up were devoid of a religious purpose. Mm-hmm. It was. Thanksgiving is about being thankful. It's not about screwing over the Indians. Yeah. Uh, Christmas is not about, you know, buying as much as you can. It was spending time together. And our parents were, were phenomenal at making us believe that Santa existed far past mm-hmm. the expiration date for most children. They did footprints in the snow. They did oh. muddy footprints if it didn't <laughs> snow. Wow. They did cookies with bites out of them. Uh, my dad made noise. Um, did he do the suit? No, never no. It was noise. always a mystery. It was like no, it's oh, like the Babadook. You never see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say like Jaws. Like you really, you didn't. You know, it, it's it's the menace of Santa, but that Santa, you know, you know what I mean. You never actually see him. So, right. so my parents were great at it. The and I had thing it. is fantastic. Oh uh, well, I mean, I just I have great memories of Christmas when I was a child mm-hmm. with mom, dad, and my little brother. I mean, just. Really Americana, happy, wonderful. Yeah, I like the idea of evidence too. It's like you never caught Santa. No, but we both you were, were a convinced. tiny detective. Oh, we saw. Who, yeah, yeah. <gasps> look, yeah. Clues. Oh. See, uh, when you talk about the menace of Santa, now all I can think is that the tracks were like giant talons. <laughs> there was like a shred, like, there's a trail of blood by the fireplace. They're watching Coco just do that little ripple thing from <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> Um, did you have special, uh, did you have a special meal that was your Christmas meal? For us, it's the breakfast. It's Christmas morning breakfast. I don't remember eating. I mean, I remember we had to stand at the top of the stairs mm-hmm. and scream until mom and dad decided <laughs> to come out and they would put up a baby gate no matter how old we were. And we couldn't come down until they, and, and the, the clues would be left out at night because we would sneak downstairs if we could. Before the baby gate went up, mm-hmm. but then at you know dawn, yeah, we had to wait for them to come down. I don't remember eating. I think it was just a free for all to get under that tree, mm-hmm. and everyone had to take turns, and you had to hand gifts. Like I had to hand other people's gifts to them, and then right. someone could hand me my, you know. And it was mom and dad and grandparents, yeah. and that was really it. Okay, That's it wasn't great. a big. We didn't. It wasn't tons of stuff. How old were you when you figured out? Two questions, I guess. Maybe they're two questions. How old were you when you figured out, hey, this this is mom and dad putting on all this stuff? And two, how old were you when you figured out, I can step over this baby gate and safely make it down the stairs? <laughs> I understood the ability to circumvent the baby gate early. Uh, okay. But that my kills brother the and I were good at that. It was that you just can't. You yeah, can't go you down. Can't, that's the rule. Yeah, you don't want to see okay. my dad mad. Yeah. Um, also, <laughs> um, you don't want to piss Santa off for next year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. get on the naughty list. Naughty list next year. For us, it was we had. I had a very similar experience in that we would always we would get up at the crack of dawn. <laughs> um, one year I remember because uh, usually the presents weren't wrapped; they were just tucked underneath the tree, and it was like an Easter egg hunt. You would, but we each had our little piles. It was me, my brother, and my sister, and we each had a little pile of uh, toys that wow. would be sitting there waiting for us. Um, and then one year, Santa decided to start wrapping the presents. And uh, and I was like, well, Santa, what is Santa doing stepping up his Santa game? All right. You're making it a little harder for us. This is fun. I like this. They're kind of tucked all around. But they still say from Santa in my mother's perfect handwriting. <laughs> and to this day, I still get uh, when I go to visit her for Christmas because I bounce back and forth between my parents. Um, when I go to visit her, I still get presents that have that perfect uh, Santa in oh. her handwriting. And it is the best That's time sweet. ever. I love it. For us, it's about cooking, though. That's Our Christmases are never really, for the last, you know, since we were kids, haven't really been about gifts. It's every, every holiday for my family is about the meals. Mm-hmm. And it's me and my mom getting in the kitchen together and arguing about whether something has enough salt on it and loving every minute of it. <laughs> um, and that's what, that's what the holidays become. Last year, my family did a, uh, we did a white elephant where you had to, the rule was you had to buy something that is advertised for $20 on television. 
So, uh, like, I bought a shake weight was what I oh. added to the white elephant, <laughs> and I received the tactical flashlight, oh, which was what you, I Oh, you <laughs> got the better deal. Yeah, I think I got the better deal out of this. No yeah. kidding. Yeah, that's real good. Yeah. No. So that's and we and so everybody just buys one present. We're all at this point. We're all like, eh, it's not about gifts. We just want to. With that side of the family, it was that was the dad year, and that it was mostly about the drinking. Uh, over the eating. It was like, we're going to pound through six bottles of Crown Royal this weekend, guys, and we are going to eat a lot of charcuterie. <laughs> uh, and then for me, it was Chinese food in a movie. Yeah, yeah. the Jews. Yeah. Uh, one year, uh, we did that with my in-laws. Uh-huh. So on Christmas Eve, we did the gifts, and maybe a couple in the morning, but then we went, uh, we went into town and got Chinese food at a buffet and then went to see a movie. They that's wanted great. to have, like, Jewish Christmas. That's great. That's so weird. So then that's what my family does when we get together now. We just do stockings. Mm-hmm. And the more sensible the tiny stocking gifts, the better. So it's a lot of pencils, erasers, Wonderful. nail files, mints, <laughs> dental floss. Like, it's just, what can you Survival fit, kits for the what apocalypse. What can you fit in your carry-on? Oh, that's great. And then great. we would get Chinese food or sushi, if possible, or Thai. Like, it had to be an Asian mm-hmm. meal. Yes. Why an Asian meal? I, I don't know. It just started yeah. with my, I don't know. Because traditional, because, yeah, I guess traditionally <laughs> Jewish people went to Chinese food. So. Jewish people <laughs> like movies. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was just a side note. I just wanted to see what everyone's Christmases were like. There you go. Um, so, so the answer is one in the evening and the rest yes. in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Asked and answered. Asked and answered. All right, kids, you can tune back in now. All right. Moving on. Uh, from Cheryl Pettijohn. Uh, the question is real tree or artificial tree? We have, we, we in our household, yeah. my, and I've celebrated Christmas far less than the two of you have. Mm-hmm. We had a, uh, an artificial tree for several years. And what, ha- what would happen is maybe we got two years out of it. And then eventually we had to get another one because oh. the base would break. Mm-hmm. We weren't spending You're a time on the, the base. Artificial trees. Maybe the wrong, but uh, you, know, you go to Target. Spend a little bit, and then you put stuff on it. That's really what it's about. That's probably your. Are your ornaments too heavy? Do you have all those anvils? Yeah, I have a ton of anvils. <laughs> yeah, from the e coyote side of your family. Yeah, I have the shake weight I got at the <laughs> at the white elephant that you held. Um, but this year we have a, a pot, like a little three foot tall potted tree that Jennifer got at Ralph's, mm-hmm. and it, it's great. I I thought that that with a real tree there'd be needles everywhere and sap all over the place, and that hasn't been the case. But I, that's I, because it's potted. Yeah. I want to hear if it were cut, I think you did it the right way. I prefer a real tree, but I'm a fearful person, and I'm afraid of the uh, possibility of it catching on fire. So we LA is currently on fire. Miniature, right. there are two miniature Christmas mm-hmm. trees, which are beautiful in, uh, in our house that are just little tiny. And I, th- I mean, that one's from Rite Aid. And mm-hmm. the one in the uh, living room is from um, Home Depot, mm-hmm. but I would I I I would like to have a real tree and decorate it. But I guess I don't, we just haven't dedicated the time or energy to doing it. And that's well, that's what I think. I think that this is this battle is pragmatism versus the you know history tradition and, and emotion and emotional and connection it's really to the it. smell yeah. of a real tree. That's what I miss. Yeah. It's different. It's totally different. But everything falls on the side. Every other criteria seems to fall on the side of an artificial tree. For like recycling. Exactly. You don't have to let an animal or let a, uh, let a plant grow for, you know, 20 years and then chop it down. You've got, um, you know, you can use it from year to year. You can buy them with the lights already installed. Yeah. Do you have a tree? Do you? I do have a tree. I have an artificial tree. Artificial. I love having uh, the times that I have had a real tree are great. A real tree is a giant pain in the butt to get rid of. Yeah, I don't. Know. Um, <laughs> getting rid of it is a pain. Yeah. Last year, I remember we went over to a uh, my buddy's house and just took his tree and made a bonfire in his backyard Ooh. at the end of the season. Uh, which is people do that? Yeah, it's way I mean, better than using it. I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you know, we had a big party. It's it's better than driving down the street and seeing a bunch of dead trees in the road. Oh, and I, I always days. think oh. of Goodfellas when they're discovering oh, all the bodies. And they're just laying that, by the side of the road. That is the yeah. saddest week in New York. Is the first week of January when everything's kind of wet and slushy, and there's just 
It's corpse. just a tree graveyard going yeah. down every avenue. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This one's a tough one. It feels like everything except the emotional connection would lend would lead lend toward um, artificial trees. Yeah, but it's that emotional connection See, with I a think real if tree I had kids, so strong. It would be a real tree. If I had kids, then you got then I would yeah. do it. Because we had a real tree when I was growing up, and that we always had a real I tree growing to, up. But too. not having kids, right? Steve and I both like the little yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You just well, you just don't leave it. You can't leave it plugged in. You have to be there when it's plugged in, right? That's the whole thing to prevent the fire hazard. No, my fear is a real tree drying out. Mm-hmm. Right. No, but with that's... lights on it. That's what frightens me. This, I don't think this is ever going to catch on fire. No, 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 no. I mean, but yeah. with a real tree, you, you just, have to turn. Yeah, we just turn ours off mm-hmm. when we leave yeah. the room. We unplug it, and yeah. then no problem. I love seeing them out, through but... people's windows driving yeah. down the street, and you see into someone's house, and they're. I'm a real sucker for it. There is something magical about a big, beautiful tree oh. that you know is real. Mm-hmm. That and the Rockefeller tree is. Ah, oh, I think it's yeah, real. It's a tough one, man. It's yeah. so hard. Also, because I want to give a shout out to. Um, there was a high school debate team on the um, uh, Magnolia Park Christmas Walk. Like they closed down Magnolia Park for a couple of blocks, and um, I went out and I walked around. I was checking out some of the sites with some buddies and. They had a little booth set up. They were raising money for their debate team. And they had two jars. They had real tree and fake tree. And uh and I went in and I put my dollar in real tree. And she went and she went, uh, why not why real tree over fake tree? And I told her. And then she gave me the full case. This is one of the debate team high school kids gave me the full case <laughs> for artificial tree. And I was like, oh, man, I put a dollar in fake tree, too. <laughs> and that's what she said has been stuck in my head. Um, so shout out to the debate team. I hope you're listening to our debate show Good that I job. shamelessly pitched to you after we had that conversation. Good job, Mark. Um, oh. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I know think it can be solved. Paget, everything can be solved. Between real tree, yeah, but but this is the job. What did the do we say it on three? What we think it should be, and then if we all say the same thing, sure. One, two, three. Real Real tree. tree. Yeah, it's easy. It's a All real right. tree. Real tree. There yeah. you go. Real tree. Asked and answered. Asked and answered. By the way, was it one of those? I saw a, a documentary on HBO about high school debate, uh-huh. like rhetorical debate. Where I guess the point is you carry these giant cases of notes and then you just say your argument as quickly as possible. So there's no – like my idea of what debate club was was like, uh, my friend Paget here makes some salient <laughs> points. However, I believe she forgot a blue 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 blue. Right. But these kids are like – and then the first thing is over there. George Washington. The Civil War. And then you're like, what happened? That That doesn't sound entertaining at all. Isn't the point of it to be fun? I, that was fun well, to watch to, for me. To defend and attack and yeah. dismantle and It's a conversation, right? Uh-huh. This, That's not debate to me. This style was like you better speak quickly and get as much out as possible. It was very bizarre. But I, I, I wish guess. I had run into that kind of debate team when I put my money <laughs> in the real tree jar and she yeah. was like, Don't you understand that artificial trees are better for the environment because the plastic that's used yep. is recycled and <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately it was like it was much slower in. And way Too more bad. fun. Too bad. Um, all uh, right. Abby Diamond asks, best Jewish dish slash food. Now, I'm going to assume mm-hmm. that this is for Hanukkah. We're the only real food associated with the holiday. And, and let me clear something up right now. Hanukkah is a minor holiday in the Jewish calendar. Our big ones happen in the fall. It benefited from timing. It ben- it, well, it's just when it falls. It doesn't yeah. benefit. <laughs> it was there first. Nope. Listen, Christmas wins, you guys. No, <laughs> I'm dare kidding. You. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Hanukkah is a minor holiday that follows the same uh, Compared pattern. to Rosh Hashanah yes. or right. Passover. Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. Right. But most Jewish holidays are the same, which is they tried to kill us. We survived. Let's eat. Great. Okay. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. The main, the main dish is potato pancakes, mm-hmm. latkes. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Not a, not a huge fan. See, I love latkes. Why? What do you do? You eat them by themselves? No, I eat them with applesauce. Of course. Could you eat one by itself? Yes. Would you enjoy it? Not as much as with applesauce and a little sour cream. Could you enjoy it? Would you ever? You ever imagine a scenario where you would eat it without those things? Yes, if I was using it as the bread on a sandwich. 
What's wrong with you? Like a like a Jewish McGriddle. Like a double down? <laughs> a Jewish double down? It's also potato inside it. But it's got potato <laughs> on the outside. The best Jewish dish for the holidays is brisket. Ooh. A well-made I, a brisket. A brisket is perfect. There's no yeah. – I, I have to imagine any Jewish person out there would agree with me. We could call Molina right now. I bet <laughs> you would say it was brisket. I, we're deferring to you on this one. <laughs> brisket, All I know is I love I latkes, latkes and I love brisket. We have frozen yeah. latkes. Yeah. I eat them with good. salsa. Ooh, okay. I don't good. care for applesauce. I would put ketchup on mine because I like ketchup, ketchup on French fries. Ketchup is good. Yeah, I like hot yeah, sauce. Yeah, potato and ketchup is great. And hot sauce, yeah. But I'm not – I guess anything that goes with ketchup goes with – or anything that goes with potatoes goes, goes with latkes. Yeah. yeah. And here's yeah. the thing. A good brisket's probably got some carrots and potatoes around it anyway. Mm-hmm. When is when are knishes celebrated? Year round. Okay. You can always have a knish. That's I like, like a like that's those. an any time. I like those. Okay, great. Those are terrible for you, but oh, are they good? So good. That was yeah. the song that I did when I was on Sesame Street. Knishes are an every time food. Was- <laughs> <laughs> Back when you were knish monster. That's right. <laughs> mm, knish. All right, uh, Paget. You see one that catches your eye here that you oh. want to do next? Let me see. Um. Turkey, I don't know. Let's avoid Christmas. Oh, these are a lot of Christmases. Well, Hold on. this is the this is the holiday. Oh, this is our no, holiday. I guess episode. you're right. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> um, okay. Best type of Christmas cookie from Adam E. Kenyon. Ooh. All right, Adam E. Kenyon. Adam, I don't have a favorite cookie. I like fruitcake. I do like you a like. Christmas you're the person who likes fruitcake. Fresh or will you get one I in the store? I don't care. Just. I haven't purchased one yet. Okay. But I'm hoping someone will gift me <laughs> lead, like a brick, yeah. like a leaden with the little <laughs> Just candy, kind of wet looking. They, I don't know what's in. Yeah. I've never made life one. Savers, I right? don't I'm pretty bake sure it's lifesavers. But I think fruitcake is magic. Really? Magical. Wow. I, I, fruit, there's the law of diminishing returns is, uh, is a problem for me with fruitcake. And then I can do like one little slice of fruitcake, uh-huh. but then it starts to get heavy in me fast. But can't you keep it for weeks? I guess that's true. Yeah. It's I mean, already died. I, It's a rare thing for me to have fruitcake. It's not It's not a holiday tradition for me. So when yeah. I have it, I will only do slices of it. I'm Is this a tradition you do every year? No. I'm just, I would like some fruitcake well, around Christmas hell. time. Get will. Fruit, We're fruit going cake. to. I already thought of it. Now she knows. Wait. Oh man, I'm speaking just basically at regular volume. I could be because she's sitting next. You to know, me. you could just leave it at the front door too, and it doesn't matter <laughs> when <laughs> I find it. Oh, you That's know true. what? You could find it in February and be like, be oh, fruit fruit cake. Cake. since you gave me the gate code because you uh, <laughs> gave me those sound tiles, yeah, yeah. we'll just sneak in and hide it somewhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then God. be like, Santa was here, there are mud tracks. It's Easter fruit cake? <laughs> yeah, I have Easter to find it? <laughs> that squirrel will be half done with oh, it by the time son of find a it. Gun. He will have whittled that, uh, he will have whittled that antler into a fork and yeah. eaten the fruit yeah. cake. Wait, do it. you guys have fit? Fi- Favorite Christmas cookies? Because I just left the topic basically. And That's fine. We do that all the time. No, it's fine. Um, I have a, a very specific favorite Christmas what? cookie, which is a soft gingerbread cookie. Mm. Uh, gingerbread to me smells like the holidays. It feels like the holidays. I've always loved gingerbread. I actually learned how to make actual loaves of gingerbread because <gasps> I'd never... I was like, I thought gingerbread was just a flavor. It's not like you um, can bake I, a yeah. little. But they're I not read. brown. It's Are just, they brown? Yeah, they're brown. You, it's molasses. Molasses and yeah. ginger. Molasses and ginger <gasps> makes it brown. Fresh, ginger? fresh, uh, fresh ginger, ginger, powdered ginger, and crystallized ginger. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, uh, triple. No, oh, you can cook. It is a lot of ginger. Do you like ginger candies? Either of you? Have you ever? Had oh, them? I do. I do. You do? Yeah. Hot, they're spicy. They're hot. They're yummy. The chews. I like that. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Oh. I love them. And I don't like sugar. I don't like sweet. Things. That's why fruitcake mm-hmm. is such an anomaly, as is a ginger candy. So it sounds like both of you are going to say gingerbread cookies. I could go for cookie. For I would cookie, go with ginger. Yeah. Absolutely. I just want for the record what? to throw this out there. Yeah. Again, this what? is one where I have less. Ex- but uh, in in my family, the family I've married into, uh, we make sugar cookies. Another Christmas not, classic. That the sugar, so it's like the basic sugar cookie mm-hmm. base, and then you cut like the, the shapes. Then. You take confe- confectioner's sugar, I think it's confectioner's sugar and water, basically, and you make an icing out of that, mm-hmm. so you ice it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years ago, Jennifer and I were here for Christmas, so we did the cookies ourselves. We made icing with a little almond extract in it. We made an icing Ooh, with a little peppermint nice. extract in it. 
Those cookies were so good. Wow. <laughs> They're so good. Wow. So that to yeah. me is what I associate like an uh, an iced or frosted cookie with like that right. glaze on it. There's so many like that are iconically Christmas cookies. The I mean, there's that you you remember the blue tin of the Danish butter cookies where there's one that's shaped like a pretzel. Yeah, yes, like that. Everyone gets one of those yep. at the holidays. Sure. Uh, as an Italian, we had pizzelles. You guys sure. ever heard of pizzelles? What's yeah. a pizzelle? A pizzelle. <laughs> um, or as my uncle in the Tennessee called them, pizzles. What are they? I don't know what they, I don't know what that is. Uh, pizzelles is are. Is your uncle in the country bear jamboree? Yes, he is. <laughs> okay. He uh, he opens up every twenty minutes. And plays banjo uh, for tourists. Get your pizzles out, kids. So uh, a pizzelle is – it's a lemon or almond uh, or batter licorice. or licorice uh, anisette uh, I've had. Uh, we always do an almond one or a le- or a vanilla one. Yeah. Um, and it's a batter more than a cookie dough. Uh, and you drop this batter onto a waffle press that oh. is a very like, like super wafer-thin waffle press. Uh, and then when they're done, you pull these uh, little thin snowflakes out that are about six-inch rounds. Uh, and then you dust them with powdered sugar. Wow. And they're very flat. They're very thin. And uh, it's what we will use also to – when they're still warm, they're pliable. So we'll use pizzelles to make cones or little bowls for ice cream. That's another great Christmas cookie. It's pretty inventive cookie. Yeah. Pretty. They're so good. They're very good with coffee. I've never had one. Oh. Guys, jam. this is tough. This is tough. Because I now feel like I want to, I feel like I want to go over to House Side with the sugar cookie. With the, just as I'm a memory, still, I am just still as a Christmas memory, Christmas memory, <laughs> as a Christmas memory, the gingerbread man is an iconic image of Christmas. Image, but and a delicious scent and flavor as well. It touches all five senses. You have never made a gingerbread cookie man. I have absolutely made a gingerbread oh. cookie man. I, Tell me, I haven't the made proof. Look, I haven't our, made our any choice, cookies. Our choice can't be Hal's. In-laws specific version. No, no, of no a I thought we were talking cookie. about a sugar cookie yeah. versus gingerbread. Like oh, if it's that, it's absolutely cookie. a gingerbread cookie. You guys are on drugs. If it's Real sugar Ooh, cookie. I, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Oh. Either you were talking about how much you love ginger. I love ginger, but I, I and you're not a sweet person. That with the with the with Asian candy. Yeah. <laughs> so you think of you think of the gum. I don't think. Of Christmas ginger. You're like, why is there an umbrella on this candy wrapper? I don't understand. A Christmas sugar cookie makes sense. You know what? I don't like cookies. Um, Out on a Christmas counter in the kitchen. When was the last time you saw a sugar bread house? Yeah, a house, not a cookie. Gingerbread, but gingerbread house. A gingerbread. And the gingerbread gingerbread is specifically gingerbread is a cookie. It's a gingerbread house. I'll go gingerbread. Gingerbread. All right, Gingerbread. you guys, thank you. That was I tough. really appreciate Oof. that. I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break. All right. Okay. That was because that was strenuous. That was tough. <laughs> when we come back, we'll clean out this sleigh so that Santa can get in it, leave hideous tracks outside of Paget's family home or that boarding school, <laughs> and deliver uh, toys to children around the world. We'll be right back. Hey, Helen Hong. Yes, J. Keith Van Stratton? What's the difference between a layover and a stopover? I have no idea. What's the difference between optimal and optimum? I have no idea. Well, what's the difference between an actual conversation and a promo for our new show on Maximum Fun, Go Fact Yourself? Nobody has any idea. Go Fact Yourself, the game show with celebrity contestants, super smart experts, and answers to questions you've never even asked. Listen twice a month on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. And be in the audience for our tapings of Go Fact Yourself in downtown L.A. It's free. Go to GoFactYourPod.com for more info. We're having a very realistic conversation. Yes, we are. I like to Hulu and chill. Am I a monster? What's happening on Game of Thrones? What's a technical Emmy? Why did Dominic Toretto go rogue? Is this meme already dead? Nicki Minaj or Remy Ma? For answers to these questions and so much more, come on over to Pop Rocket, a pop culture roundtable discussion that always has a fun, diverse panel talking about the stuff we love. Catch us every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you decide to get your podcast. I'm not going to judge. <laughs> All right, I want to throw one out here from the list. Let's oh. do it. Uh, but I have a, a, a an addendum question. Best reindeer, are we counting Rudolph? That's my question when I saw it. Yeah. 
You do you too. count Rudolph? Because it's obviously, if you count the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, he's the only one with a song about him. He has a, his own specials and toys and light-up nose, yeah. and it's clearly Rudolph. But are we going original Clement Moore 8 Reindeer? I, Susan Susan uh, DeBucri? Mm-hmm. De, DeBorsi? De, DeBorsi? DeBorsi. Susan. DeBorsi. Can we use you by your first name? Susan. Susan? DeBorsi. I feel like we've known you for a while now. Susan DeBorsi. Susan DeBorsi. Uh, I feel like... My my vote would be let's not include Rudolph because I, I agree. he's a runaway. It's a popularity yeah. contest. Yeah. So it's, yeah, our choices: Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donder, and Blitzen. Jesus, is it Donder or Donner? It is Donder. Not Donner. Uh, well, here's this is a, another debated oh. thing. Did we debate this last year? If it's Donner or Donder? No. Um. So I've I've seen various versions of this. We can actually debate this one right now. Um, Donder and Blitzen is German, I believe, for thunder and lightning. Donder und Blitzen. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Ah. Um, and do- everybody said, started saying Donner and Blitzen. And then I don't know on whose authority someone said, um, no, it's Donner and Blitzen now. Oh, I think I think it was when Donder came through Ellis Island. Oh, right. Yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> they took out that D. Um, yeah. So I like asked Canada Santa this uh, when I went to see him oh. a couple of years ago. I said, Santa, is it Donder and Blitzen or Donner and Blitzen? Um, and he said, a few years ago, I changed his name to Donner. I don't know if he was joking with me. I don't know if this was even the real Santa or if he was a duly appointed representative of the real Santa. Um but <laughs> but is it – would you want to say Donder or Donner? Either way, it sounds like you broke into his house. No, no, no. He's he's at the mall. You just stood oh, in line. Oh, I see. Yeah. Hold I've, on. Maybe, you, well. a grown man, alone, <laughs> stood in line. Not alone. At the Americana. And when you got up to Santa and sat on his lap, <laughs> you said, I need to discuss two of your employees with you. <laughs> Are they German? And are you changing their names willy-nilly? Does any of this surprise you? <laughs> First of all, I did not go sit on Santa's lap. You sat on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I love that you did that. And yeah. I want to go with Donder. Yeah, you think it's Donder? I really like that. I believe you. Yep. Even if you just made all of this up. No, it's true. Donder and Blitzen. Well, then you, you I go choose with... the misunderstood renamed <laughs> Donder. I was going to go with Blitzen. Yeah. But now Donder is my favorite because right. he's the underdog. Does Donder win? I was going to go with Comet because Comet's probably the fastest. But now I kind of feel like Donder's really been through the mill. Donder like... is the one that the biographical movie is made about now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Donder came to this country Which one with was nothing. The movie nothing. Made about. His name was changed against his, his will. The only thing he oh, had. The only thing. It's... Now they're not even a matched set anymore. Yeah. That's like Laverne and Sherry. It's not <laughs> quite right. And clearly Blitzen didn't stand up for his yeah, friend. I mean, they, I know. it's a tragic, <laughs> yeah. tragic tale. Donder's oh. got my vote now. I love it. All yeah. Right. Um, so the best of Santa's reindeer, besides Rudolph, is Donder. That's not right. I don't speak German. Uh, but I do. Let's talk. Let's talk, let's go back to uh let's go back to Hanukkah. Okay. Yes. Uh Beth Atkins has asked the best spelling of Hanukkah. There's so many. Oh. The two examples here are H A N U K K A H and C H A N U K A H. Now there are different versions. Some have the C, some don't have the C. Some have multiple Ns, some don't have multiple Ns. Some have the double K. Mm-hmm. Others don't mm-hmm. have the multiple K. I don't know if I don't know if either of you have a strong feeling about this. I like H O N I C A, which is like <laughs> harmonica without the arm. Jeez, you're a dope. <laughs> um, as a shiksa, I am I'm nervous about making a faux pas every single Hanukkah. Right, and I would like you as a representative. Yes, of the Jews. Yes, no, that's not disrespectful. I can say no, of the Jews. You can, mm-hmm. my friend, King of the Jews. Yes, me. You. <laughs> 
please tell me because I don't I don't know and I'm always afraid I'm going to make a mistake and and I don't I'm I I have Jewish friends I really do sure yeah you're one of them I mean I you know what I you know what people say like Emily is an acquaintance at the very least he's an acquaintance he's he's America's best acquaintance I do I love Melina of course how could you not he's great but he's got an Italian name so clearly he is not comfortable with his Judaism yeah my name I don't know there's not a lot of Italian Josh's, so his parents oh, at least in point. the in the short term were cool what, with it. What 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 is correct? I, there are there even within my community, people are divided as to how to spell it. Is there a way to offend someone who's Jewish by writing the wrong word in an email? No. You know what I mean? It's the it's you know the difference between biracial and mulatto like is right. it offensive mm-hmm. is no. it an is one of these words from the 30s how many of those or, do you have no. what mulatto friends no, just, just examples <laughs> of things like that no i'm saying i'm saying for when i was young the m word was acceptable right. it's not now it's deeply offensive yes. and now it's mixed race or biracial i'm wondering mm-hmm. if the spelling of hanukkah is the same way is one an an Old Testament spelling or something offensive, and one is a a new one that then isn't respected by older people. Like right. I, I I I don't know. It's no. What's the origin of these spelling differences? I don't know. I honestly don't. <laughs> but I but I do feel like we can settle this once and for all and just use the spelling that I like. Which one? And that's everybody. H a n u k k a h. Beautiful. Okay. Be- I agree. And I know that people – we use the CH because it's actually a Hanukkah. Hanukkah. But it's how to pronounce it. Yeah. Most people aren't making that noise. Let's just make it easy for everybody and it, there's enough there, – people have enough problems with Jews as it is. Let's just make it easy for them to spell this one. Great. Let me ask you this. Yes. If I as – am I even a goy if I have no religion? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm Goyim sure. means I'm just not Jewish, right? Sure. Or is that offensive? No, you're fine. Okay. That might be to you. It's up to you. No, no. No, I'm not offended by it. Yeah. But if Goys. I say Hanukkah, isn't that a little no, weird? It's, it's nice. I think you're trying. It's nice? It's oh, trying. okay. Okay. Like Hanukkah. I, it's, yeah. I mean, it's it's not the same as, are you saying, is, is, it, is it as if I went to an Italian restaurant and then went, Yes, uh, may I please have uh, the spaghetti? Like, it's not that. <laughs> oh, so you'd go fine. and sound like Giada okay. De Laurentiis. Yes, exactly. With those Today T-Rex we're going arms. to have <laughs> How does she mix anything? Her arms uh, are too short to reach a ball. Like, I, it I, looks like there's something the about her that bothers me so much, but she has the best chicken recipes online. Her, she and Anne I Burrell. am in love with Giada De Laurentiis. You love her. There's I something about her. She seems Giada. like a woman who doesn't like women. That's uh, <laughs> I think she flirts with your husband. I think she pokes your brother in the balls. I think wow. something about Giada is a little... She's too sexy for her own good. Oh, she'd have to squat to do that. But Those arms are so short. <laughs> she has great recipes. She can yeah. cook. Chick can cook. Um, all right. There you go. So Ask the best answer. spelling of, is... Hanuk- of Hanukkah is G-I-A-D-A. Giada. <laughs> all right. Padgett, you want to pick one? Oh. Um, okay, this cracks me up. Uh, from Brian Stone. Inflatables or Christmas lights, gentlemen? <laughs> Christmas lights. Yeah, it's Christmas it's lights. It's Christmas lights. But I just want to add a quick – this is an easy one asked and answered, of course. But mm-hmm. Jennifer, my darling wife, yes, does not care for inflatables. And I've told her I'm going to do this one day. And <gasps> oh, she no. can't stop it from happening, which is one day she will go out for some reason. And while she's out, I will get a giant inflatable – that will be plugged in, fully inflated, <laughs> yeah. and running in our living room. In the living room? Perfect. Yeah. She will come home to one. And she – when I told her, she was like, no, don't. Don't do it. Don't. Oh, my God. Like a real problem with them. All, like um, I, it's great. It's so – I mean – Which one are you going to get? Are you going to get the big Santa or are you going to get one that has motion? Yeah. Are you going to get the one that looks like a snow globe yeah. that somehow the, blows up like oh, styrofoam yeah, inside? Oh, yeah, that big yep. round one. And then in it will be like Snoopy flying his doghouse oh. around. I feel like you should only have inflatables if your house is also a car dealership. Like then you can have inflatables. The wacky waving arm inflatable. But yeah. here's the question. 
Don't you think, because I do, that the people who put up inflatables are probably really, really sweet? Yes. Yes. Because oh, they're doing them. it for the neighborhood. It's. Fu- I'm sure I, sometimes yeah. it's about them. It's their ego and they want to outdo each other. And, you know, you hear these stories about neighborhoods shutting down one guy's extreme Christmas decorations. Right. But if, if there's one lone inflatable on the lawn. Well, now I feel bad for saying the I car know, dealership but- joke. Um, hey, no. But I, I see what you're saying. Yes, it is. That it, I like. It does that. make me walk by and go, oh, yeah, yeah. I think that, I think there are a lot of really cute ones. But I wouldn't do it in front of my house. You wouldn't do it in front of no. your of your house. No, because someone else already will have done it in the neighborhood. And you said it's for the neighborhood. It is for the neighborhood. Yeah, you know what these are? These are Christmas communists, and they must be stopped. <laughs> I would rather have like the 1950s or 60s, even all the way through the 70s, the hard plastic with light inside of it. Oh. That's, a, that's that, the version of uh, the nativity that we had when I was a kid. Right, like the nativity or Santa mm-hmm. the reindeer. With the deer, yeah. yeah. But think, they're like plastic. They yes. look very 50s, 60s kind of. I yeah. like, I do. Those I, are That's cool. my aesthetic. I do, I do. They're like pretty them. groovy. Yeah, but it's um, lights over. But it's so lights. It's Christmas pick lights. Pick one, my goodness. Yeah. Oh wait, what about this new thing where you shoot a, the laser? Oh, the laser aimed oh, at your house, yeah. going up and down on the front of your house. But uh, it's not the same. Do you think that would bug you inside? I haven't been inside a house when one of those was shooting <coughs> on the outside know. of it. That's a good question. Like if you're if the sitting lights in your were home, out, like, will you, it, blind it would be you? shooting through. It the would room. just be lasers shooting through your room. Yeah, but it doesn't hit the. Usually, it's like the broad side of the house where there are no windows. Right, but if you were in, if your bedroom was in the front of the house and your curtains were open and your lights were off, that's shining right through the window. Yeah. On yeah. the wall, you would think seal te- uh, Seal Team Six. Was- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that would be. Uh, oh, can I ask one more? Yes, yeah. of course. Okay, okay. I'm curious about this, and this is I think is a really tough one. Peter L. Brown asks, ornate or simple menorah? Oh yes, I mm. think this is fascinating. Fascinating. It is because there's so many different choices. Uh-huh. Um, even like, do you want one that just plugs in and you turn? The individual bulbs on. No, that's it's more fun to light, to play the game of. Mm-hmm. I've had so many ca- because over the course of of eight nights, you're filling the same slots with candles, right? Because it's, so it stays burning and it'll burn down. And then you put in a new one, it burns down. You exactly. Put in a, you don't blow it out when you go out to dinner. You, no. It's gotta burn, and it burns down very quick. Great, keep going because they're so, not thick candles. They're not thick. They're thin. No. Um, mm-hmm. They can be whatever. They can be. Uh, I like multicolored ones, and. But over the course of of a week and a day, those little reservoirs become filled with wax. So you have to light the bottom of the candle and get it in, but it's burning very quickly. So you're trying to – it's like a game of can I get all these lit? You take the Seamus, which is the one in the middle, and you light – or the Shamus. You light all the other candles and then that goes in the center. So am I going to burn my hand trying to get it in and is it going to fall over on my hand when I put it into the cup? There's so many uh, – it's such a feat to light a menorah. And we've had a lot of them over the years. We had one that I think belonged to my father's family that was that was more ornate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bought one when I went to Israel as a teenager that looked like Aladdin's lamp. And I thought cool. that was the coolest wow. one. Yeah. But I like when there's – there's something about a very simple one that now makes me think of Schindler's List when they light – like the candlesticks for Shabbat, like that classic sort of Eastern European – uh, mm-hmm. It would have been made of a precious metal. But I also like funky – my mother was into funky artistic stuff. So we had a lot of funky um, menorahs. And I think the menorah should suit the family. So for that reason, I would say ornate and whatever ornate means to you, mm-hmm. that's the menorah you should have. It can like be whatever that. you want. You can make a menorah out of – you can make a menorah out of anything. I don't know who that is. Who am I doing an impression of? Uh, I believe you're doing an impression of Hal Lublin 30 seconds ago. <laughs> this is me, Hal Lublin. You can make a menorah out of absolutely anything. Some old <laughs> bottles, your uh, hands. Uh, a cartoon character doing an impression of Gary Owens. <laughs> it's me, cartoon Gary Owens. <laughs> <laughs> Menorahs are all around you. So uh, ornate menorah. Like, yeah, ornate menorah. Let's get fancy. Are you on board with that pageant? I thought of the question differently. What did you think? I thought there were only like two options. Oh no! With no, not that there are only two oh, types of menorah. I mean, there's either like a, an ornate Baroque family 
traditional menorah or like Nate Burkus designed for Target. Yes. Modern, oh. like sleek. So like old school or old new school, school or design. New school, but I like your answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you can get like stained glass stuff on it. Like it could be. I mean, I'm sure. I know. I mean, yeah. Of course, there sure, are sure. a million. I go to Goodwill. I know right. there are a million menorahs. <laughs> but yeah, it was interesting because I guess I automatically thought, is this a modern versus versus family or mm-hmm. vintage yeah. old school kind of question. I like it as a display piece as well. It's something you can display in your uh-huh. home. Or in my case, you put it in the freezer. What? So, that's how you get the wax out. The wax will pop out. Oh. If you have like a candle holder okay. and it's filled with wax, oh. then you cannot clean the wax you out. Put it, put it in, in the freezer overnight and then when you, it'll huh. pop out, the wax will pop Look out. Look at that. That's very nice. Yeah. That's a great I thought you just hack, wanted people. a really decorative that- freezer. Yeah. Yeah. My freezer is more full of Judaica than me. <laughs> it's just the way it is in my household. It's always it's always on lockdown in the freezer. That's uh, all right. Paget's got latkes in her freezer. <laughs> yeah, we true. basically have the same freezer as that. Yeah. <laughs> you have the same freezer, you guys. Yeah. We got time for two more. All right. <gasps> so uh, I, I'll tell you what. Uh, let's you and I will pick one, and then Paget will pick one. Um, sure. Which means you pick one. I'll pick one. Um, this will be fun. I, of course, you say we have time for two more, so I go with a elaborate one. Which is the best gift in the twelve days of Christmas? So you have twelve drummers drumming. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you? We can go no, through. No, do it. No, you do it. Twelve drummers drumming. Eleven pipers piping. Ten lords a leaping. Nine ladies dancing. Eight maids a milking, seven swans a swimming, six geese a laying, five gold rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Well, that one's right out. All right. So four through one are all birds. Right. And one of them, yeah. you have a tree that probably all the fruit is gone because the bird ate all Right. Wow. Five, you've got five gold rings. Baron tree. Twelve drummers drumming and eleven pipers piping. Someone's going to give you a full military marching band. Mm Mm-hmm. Lords a leaping. Ten lords a leaping, nine ladies dancing. I know know what it is for me, but I... I, Is it ten lords a leaping? No. No. It's those milkmaids. Really? But it sounds dirty. (laughs) I feel dirty, but that feels like, as a prepper... In an emergency, <laughs> the maids and the cows and the milk and the beef gets you the furthest in case there's think- an apocalypse. <laughs> oh, yeah. It would be the maids a milking, so they would come maids with the cows. Maids a milking. So you've got. Ladies, <laughs> dance, la- ladies dancing, I was thinking too. And I, thought, I guess that's useless. But you don't get cows thinking. and milk and beef and yeah. cowhide and. <laughs> As a prepper? This is amazing. I did not at all. <laughs> think that that was the way this was good. I thought we would all be like, it's the five gold rings because... No, why? Five, what are you going to do with rings. that? That doesn't do... Unless you have a gold cutter. You melt it down. But you've also got you've also got eight more people to deal with. Well, that's eight more days of meat. <laughs> you killed Easy, Jeffrey hey, Dahmer. We're prepping. But, right? but yeah, so, so, it's, it's so honestly, I don't remember. Is it eight? It's eight, eight maids of milking. Maids of milking. Maids of milking. Well, milking. that's eight... It, it, you know, Laborers it, eight for laborers, your new company. Yeah. Eight... Yeah. Hope, possibly fertile women, not necessarily. Sure. They also are farmers, mm-hmm. so they have skills, yep. and you've got eight cows. So, you know what? <laughs> this makes perfect sense because our other choices are rings, Meh. birds, mm-hmm. or musicians, dancers, uh, drummers, and pipers, and leapers, yeah. whatever yeah. a leaper athletes. is. A leaping, leaping, men leaping. Yeah. 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 Who knows what that um, is? I, what would yeah. you pick? I eight really, maids of I, milking. I don't, eight maids of, but it sounds to me, it sounds like the beginning of like a penthouse forum story. Or I don't know. There's something about <laughs> it. There's something about it that is that is so a- appealing. I think you've laid out <laughs> my reasons. The, the best, <laughs> yeah. Stronger argument for maids of milking than anybody could lay out for any other. But you guys, I, I assumed it would be five gold rings because that's the only one that seems. Practical. Right. But maids of milking, if you are a prepper, uh, is practical. How many gifts do you view through the lens of prepping? <laughs> Honestly, I it sounded so pervy to me that the moment I said maids of milking, I realized I got to go another way with this argument. I'm going to go with prepping. 
So your your knee jerk reaction was just was was eight maids of milking sounds the most provocative and interesting to me. Right. All right. That's automatically what I'm going for. And maybe it's just a poetic sounding sentence. Sure. You like the alliteration. I get it. Maids of milking. But there's something, you know, there's something sexy about it. So why am I saying that? So then, guys, I had to reroute right into. (laughs) <laughs> what I can use after the apocalypse. That was an amazing. It was a. It was the amazing, best redirect. Yeah, Oof, that was. Thank you, because I was feeling feeling nervous about it. Whoa. Would you Would you agree, or are there? Do let's debate. Let's debate. There's no I, argument. I don't think I can. That yeah. was like the dream shake of arguments. Yeah, the way you pivoted. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah, well done. Yeah, that was unreal. Oh, That's asked guys, and answered. It's made some milk. Oh the my thing god! Is, hold on, though. Yeah, there's got to be other ways to look at this. If these are gifts, ah. right? Someone gives you five gold rings. You know, like, I mean, you know that roughly that like this person's important to you. You are you have a relationship with this person. They've given you five rings. If what is the power dynamic where someone gives you eight maids of milking as a gift at Christmas time? Are they do they become the leader of this whatever this post apocalyptic? Uh, well, no, I mean, that's situation a, what, what, what I'm going with is you have been gifted with eight maids. Right. Which suggests they are young and unmarried. My question is who did the gifting? And eight cows. Christian Grey. Who did the, who did the gift? No, who I, is the, the, who is the gifter in this song? The, who is the mysterious benefactor who has all of these gifts? Who has a ton of birds and yeah. an army of people. Because it sounds like a weird, like a weird dowry. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? From, mm-hmm. from days gone by. Yes. And the, the implication yeah. of the song is over the course of 12 Days of Christmas, you received all a of these A lot things. of stuff. And from it's your one... true love mm-hmm. that gave this to you. Like a chic or a, you know Probably. what I mean? Probably. Do you think that they gave, um, they gave the multiples? You know what I mean? Like did he, did he or she give um, 12 partridges in 12 pear trees because – on the sixth day of Christmas, oh, yeah. there were six geese a-laying, five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. So you're really getting then what? on the seventh day, it was seven swans a-swimming, oh, six geese a-laying. So, that's too much. No one well, wants now, that much stuff. No, that's a lot. That's, but no. now you've got – if you're under a mountain prepping, you've got 64 maids of milking. <laughs> They've all got – got 80-something geese. Hundreds of birds. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of birds. Well, you better have a big bunker. <laughs> Maids of milking asked and answered. That's the true lesson of Christmas. You better have a big bunker. You better. All right, Paget, bring us home. Oh God, I hope. I I don't know how to top that. Uh, oh, dander was the answer to that. <laughs> da- Poor dander. Uh, no, donder, donder, not donder, not dander. Whoops. Everyone gets his name wrong. <laughs> Poor donder. Poor donder. Yeah. Um. Well, this is so. This is so simple, though. Let's do what? it. Oh, no, actually, this is interesting because we all live in Los Angeles. Oh. Gary Oransky, white Christmas or clear weather Christmas? Uh-oh. Is it is it, is, is it because we live in L.A. that it would mean the apocalypse if we had a white Christmas? No, not that kind of – it's do you want it to yeah. snow on Christmas? Of and course. Obviously, the answer is yes. Yeah. White but, Christmas, 100%. But, yeah. But when's the last – I mean, do you guys remember the last time it snowed on your Christmas? It's been a long time um, for me. Yes. A couple of years ago. Where, where were Leavenworth, you? Leavenworth, Washington, which is way, way up in the Cascades. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's in the Cascades. It's in one of the mountain ranges up there. And it's very cold and very high up and was very, very snowy. And it is beautiful. Wow. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. I love that idea. Do you remember like, the last time it snowed for you? The, the, the last that, time since you... I've celebrated Christmas? Never. Yeah, I mean, that's Because we're yeah. either in Here, California yeah. or we're mm-hmm. in Florida, which yeah. is not a snowy no snow. yeah. state. Yeah, my mom and dad are in Florida. And but I love the idea. Have, yeah. When was your last uh, When was your last white <laughs> I'm Christmas? I'm trying to think. I mean, I, honestly. I... You never had them on the East Coast as a kid? No, we had snow on the East Coast when I was a kid. But I've, I mean, jeez. <sighs> I just don't, I just don't remember the last white Christmas. And a few years ago, my whole, my, my, my family, immediate family, mom, dad, my brother and his wife, and right. Steve and I, we all decided that's it. We're not traveling at Christmas anymore. We're done. It's just too <laughs> awful. 
We'll get together at other times of the year. And mm-hmm. in that thankful pagan kind of, you know, whatever religion sure. we are, that's fine with us because it's not it's not hurting anything or not. So we haven't had a, a, a regular Christmas in a long, long time. Um, so I'm trying to think. I mean, my husband and I went to uh, went to Mexico for Christmas a couple of years ago. We went to Venice last year. Like we've... We we won't we won't fly to our family, but we'll but fly out of the country. Yeah. That sounds terrible. I am um, not traveling at Christmas. So to I'm, you, yeah, to, to, to family. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of the last time I had a white Christmas. Yeah, I'm definitely nostalgic for it. Yeah, that's and yes, if idea. if it started snowing in Los Angeles at Christmas, we we are looking at the apocalypse. Yeah, good thing we have those eight maids of milking. <laughs> Yeah, 64 at this point. Oh, God, I forgot. One a day. Uh, you know, we can feed them the birds. <laughs> oh, yeah, at least, yeah, you could start <laughs> so it's white, it's white selling Christmas, off those though. gold it's rings. It's got to be white Christmas. It's got to be white, it's yeah. got to be white Christmas. That's but the, then that's really, isn't that rude to the people of Puerto Rico who have been through enough? Aren't there, <laughs> aren't there enough Catholics strong. around the world that, that don't have a white Christmas? I'm just playing devil's advocate yeah. here. Well, I mean, look, it's, it's what's preferential. Isn't it? Right. Isn't what's that elitist? Best? No, because uh. it snows plenty of places that are economically depressed. Uh. I mean, is North Dakota booming economically? I mean, I don't know. No. There are probably people there who are oh. poor but get a ton of snow. They've already had like it's nineteen degrees. Wait, what about this? What about this? What? Get ready. Mm-hmm. What about all of our Christmas imagery is German or from Coca Cola? Right? Ah. Those yeah. polar bears. Oh. Polar bears. The red, Santa's red, is Coca-Cola red. Yeah, it was Coca-Cola. Was, it was green was before. Gave Santa his look. Yeah. yeah. So ger- are you b- uh, German? Chris Kringle. Yeah. yeah. Or, oh, was this a new question? No, uh, I'm German just Chris saying or- all of our yeah. snow imagery is Comes- not yes. necessarily from our the country that we were born and raised in. True. Right? True, but I think... But it, because it's a winter holiday, and we're some. It's and not we're, like is, we're, it, is it because we're all from the East Coast? Wait, where are you from? East Coast, Philadelphia. Yeah, we all are. So that's why we grew up with snow. Right. So it's so it is natural for us. I was just trying to play devil's advocate. No, I no, get yeah. it. But there's also the movie White. We're, we're, we're ah. programmed to believe. Which when was the last time you saw started? that? Last year. That chick with the eating disorder, Vera the tiny Ellen. waist. Oh, yeah. Uh, model for the original Barbie. Oh well, then there. That's why. That's, that's the yeah. problem. She that's the problem. Is that Vera Ellen yeah. was the model for the Barbie doll. Oh, yeah. it, it's something to see. Yeah, and if you jacked her arm, her hair would grow. Also, <laughs> with certain Barbies. Yeah, you all, you got that. Uh, cut my hair, Vera. <laughs> you know what? I would listen to that. I would listen to that Christmas music. I would listen to the music from the movie White Christmas. Yeah, and what, what is good. the best song on that album that's not White Christmas? What? It's Snow. Sing it. Snow. 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 Aren't they doing like a big yeah. yeah, they're on the train. We'll all be there with snow. Snow. So there you go. It's See, the Christmas. beauty of Christmas wow. music is you can all sing along That's to it, true. Yeah. That's true. You Turn guys, you on won KOST. me over. We you did. won me over. <laughs> Your heart grew three sizes. Full circle <laughs> back to the very first question. That's it. There's no better way to, to solve this. White Christmas, Aston answered. Paget, I think you've set the record for coming back the quickest after doing the show. The <laughs> which we appreciate. <laughs> yeah, oh, thank you. Thank you for having person. me. You're you wonderful. Um, it's a lot of fun. You're very fun. Um, what, do you, what are your plans uh, for this year? What country are you going to to avoid your family? Yeah. Machu Picchu. <laughs> no, we're not going anywhere. Tonga. No. American we're gonna, Samoa. We're going to hide out here. American Samoa. <laughs> we're going to hide out here and cook. And I'm curious if I should cook a goose. Ooh. Ooh you should. Have, Have you? you? I've goose? never cooked a goose. Is uh, it gamey and dark? There's a, there's and, uh, a uh, reason uh, that the Cratchits got a goose and then uh, and then Scrooge brought him a turkey. Okay. They, uh, so oh. a goose is icky. Even if I go to the fancy McCall's. Uh, I, I, I bet... <laughs> Fancy anyone, butcher, I the know hipster how, butcher. I know how great a cook you are, so Aww. I know that uh, you will do wonders with a goose. My one experience with a goose was when my mother cooked it for Christmas one year because we wanted to have a Dickensian Christmas, and we still talk about, oof, remember that goose year? <laughs> <laughs> it was that bad? It was rough. It was oh, Dickensian wow. and that you suffered? Yeah, it was. 
Wow. Um, what are what are you guys doing for Christmas? Oh, having goose. <laughs> yeah. We're having a turducken goose. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to um, be hunting down a goose to kill and bring to the family. No, we're celebrating uh, in Florida with the family, and we'll have ham and uh, I think there's ham. Well. Yeah, Christmas ham. Christmas ham. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love ham. That's right. Just Jewish, like all the Jews have. Ham. Don't Christmas. some Jewish people not eat ham? <laughs> yeah, a lot of them do. Um, but I'm the cool. I love Jewish. ham. I'm like the rebel. I'm the James Dean of Jewish <laughs> people. I eat ham. <laughs> I do it on top. I go up to Griffith Observatory and have a knife fight with a ham hock. <laughs> Oh, ridiculous. Uh, well, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This yeah. is very, very exciting. Uh, we love you dearly. Uh, is there anything that you want to plug or people want to, uh, you, you have something coming out that people want to check out? When does Drug History start? That starts up starts soon. Starts up in January. Yes. Oh, that's you soon. are You are great in the new trailer, by oh, the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you've I, seen it or remember it happening. Uh, I didn't remember it happening. And yeah. I didn't realize I was wearing that white fake yeah. fur coat. You looked like a, a, a really, really <laughs> fabulous Muppet. That's, yeah, it was wild. No, I can't wait. And you're doing it too. You're, yeah. you're, you're in Drunk History. Yes, I am. Did you do anything in Drunk History this year? I'm going to watch it. Yay! <laughs> Hal, who has never had a drink in his life, yeah. put him on Drunk drink. History. Wow. There will not be a consonant spoken in that episode. Derek. Uh, oh. Listen, Derek, I could be a reenactor. There you go. Um, well, Padgett, thank you for being here. Uh, these topics are all closed. Thank you to everyone on this list uh, who gave us these topics. Please reach out to us with more topics. You can check us out on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or be like all these fine people and go to Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus. Graphic designer Uri Kelman and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks as always to our musicians Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners. Remember, George, no man is a failure who has friends. Thanks for the wings. Love, Clarence. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Agliardi. For Mark Agliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We got, we got this. this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.